What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. Happy Thursday to you, Parker. How's your week, brother? Life is good. What can I complain about? Summertime's approaching. The you know world seems as if it is back to normal. I know, obviously. Actually, I take that back. America seems like it's getting back to normal, although we know the world is still struggling with this pandemic. Um, I just, from my experience this past week, you know, was in a bar with a lot of people inside. It was nice um, just to, to dance and have fun and not really worry about masks or just getting COVID. It's good. I'm excited for what this summer has to bring and things are good. Good. That's great to hear, man. That's awesome. And, you know, on this week's episode, our interview with Zach Gerlich, we talked to him all about his life, his journey, and, and the theme of this week's episode was really just asking questions, right? How to ask a question in the right way, because Zach obviously figured that out and it became super advantageous for him and helped him in his career. It helped him with his living situation. It helped him with college. And I think a lot of young people forget the power of asking a question in the right way. So there's no better time, I think, for us to talk about some of the unique advantages that young people have that honestly get overlooked or some people even think are disadvantages in the real world. And you know, we, we were talking earlier, one of the big ones that I think people sometimes forget about that holds a ton of weight in the real world is the fact that you're young when you ask questions. Your youth, your inexperience, and your almost naivete to situations is a positive, not a negative. People, when they're adults in the real world, they don't necessarily feel as inclined to help a an adult competing for a similar job who has a similar path that's the same age as them. They might network if it's mutually advantageous, but let's be honest, when you're a young person, you don't have much to offer someone else. So the fact that you are young, you don't have a lot of experience, people are looking to mentor someone that they can kind of help, you not having that experience and being young is something that I think people need to take advantage of more because now's the time for ask for those favors. Now's the time to ask for those coffee meetings, those introductions, because you do have youth on your side. Well, yeah, I want to clarify your point there. Like the young people have a ton to offer. We just don't have the experience that someone can, that we can rely back upon. Like we don't just have the experience of, someone who's been in the working world for 20 years. However, I do think young people have a lot to offer, uh, even if you don't have a lot of experience at all, whether that's your technical background and, and you know, experience. Like, think about kids right these days who went and got, like, a, um, a computer science degree in college. Like, they double down and they, like, understand technology more than, like, anybody who may be working in you know, a, a company or whatnot, older people may not just understand how coding works, understand how something is built from an engineering standpoint, because it's really new technology. But on the other flip side is, I think it's very advantageous for young people when they get, when we give our perspective, because we are giving a new perspective on 
how the world should work, how things should be done, because we see things in different light. And I think if we're talking about work, uh, a manager or someone who's leading a meeting should spend some time at least picking the brain of the youngest person in the room and seeing what they think about it because of that different perspective. It may not be the right answer. It may not be the right idea that they were looking for, but at least they're understanding the next generation of leaders and how they think. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And it's another advantage that young people have is we come into situations blind. And a lot of people think that's a negative, but for someone who's a smart leader to your point or a smart manager, they think of that as a positive, right? Because processes, procedures, opinions, perspectives can all be enhanced and improved. But sometimes when you're in the nitty gritty, the day to day and doing something over and over again, it's hard to find those opportunities. And I think by coming in blind, by not having a lot of background experience in a certain situation, young people are able to provide that fresh perspective that can actually be the key to truly innovate. No, it's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's crazy. Like Sam, we work at one of the biggest companies in the world, but the average age of the employees at our company is like 29. Think about that. They keep them young, keep them fresh, keep the ideas flowing because at the end of the day, you know, an idea even two, two or three years ago could be outdated. The way to do something 10, 15, 20 years is definitely outdated and there can always be a new perspective to give. But I don't want to just talk about maybe work. I mean, we can talk about some other things outside of work that young people bring to the table that we wouldn't accept, you know, maybe think. Um, hmm, let me think. I mean, I think one of them as well, Parker, is our ability to change paths and pivot and adjust a lot quicker. You know, a lot of us don't have established families or a ton of bills to necessarily pay a lot of responsibility. So when you mean established family, you mean like kids like to look after or, yes. you know, a wife. So I think sometimes young people do have that advantage that they can take a step back, take a minute to be, you know, introspective, to have some self-awareness, understand that the situation they're in is not something they like, and then make a big change. And that's something that I think young people can do, but they don't necessarily take advantage of enough. Why Why not <laughs> mix it up, right? Should I pull out my Gary V? You're in your 20s. Like, you <laughs> now, You have your time to fail. This is the time that you can the time do to whatever fail, you man. want and fail. This is the time to fail. This is your advantage. I can't fail now when I'm in the 40s. <laughs> like, you're in your 20s. Do what you got to do. Quit your job. Go do it. Like, all right. I'm not going to say quit your job, but the advantage that we have as young people who are transitioning from college to the real world and even in the real world for some years now is we have the ability to fail. And not that anybody, like, that's not saying someone in their 50s or 60s doesn't have the ability to fail, but the threshold for failure is a lot different. Uh, the 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 way that we can fail and just look at that situation and learn from it, I feel like we can grow tremendously and use that concept of self-awareness, the pillar of mental fortitude to understand why we failed and then continue to build our vision and move forward around that. And, you know, maybe you failed, you know, something really small at work or even as big as you took a job that you don't aren't right for. Um, 
now since we have so much time time on our side we have the ability to then take advantage of that learn and move forward absolutely and i think that all comes back to your mindset right and that's what we're preaching here with the right mental fortitude with taking the correct approach and how you figure out who you are where you're going and how to hold yourself accountable you're able to change that mindset and i think as soon as young people start to truly grasp the power of mental fortitude and that change in mindset, they're going to be able to conquer anything they set their minds to. And that's really exciting. It's fun for Parker and myself to, one, help us figure out how to pivot, change our lives, and really get the most out of exactly what we want in this moment through mental fortitude. But more importantly, help other people do that too. So if anyone in Elevation Nation's out there trying to figure out how they can pivot, how they can make a change, feeling unhappy, feeling stuck, wanting to know how to ask that question, but not exactly sure how, please reach out to Parker, reach out to myself. We do this for fun. We do this because we love to mentor other people and and help young adults conquer the real world. So hit us up, shoot into our DMs, slide into our DMs. Yeah, sorry. Slide into our DMs. We'd love to hear from you. And Parker, with that note, We'd love to hear Parker's perspective for the day, man. What do you got for us? You had some Gary V impressions. Is it going to be a Gary V quote today? It will definitely not be a Gary V quote. Um, I mean, he does have some good quotes, but I'm going to pull one that I just wrote down last week, actually. Okay. I like this. You ready, Sammy? So this was said by, I believe she's an author. I could be totally wrong. Her name is Gretchen Rubin. Sam, da 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 da. What do you got? I got nothing on Gretchen Rubin. Like literally nothing? No Google or anything? Yeah, she's an author. I feel like most of these people are authors. Well, they're the ones that write quotes. All right, here's the quote by Gretchen Rubin. Instead of feeling that you've blown the day and thinking, I'll get back on track tomorrow, try thinking of each day as a set of four quarters, morning, midday, afternoon, evening. If you blow one quarter, you get back on track for the next quarter. Fail small, not big. That actually tied perfectly into our... uh... That did tie perfectly. How did you find that? That was pretty good. Yeah, no, it was good. I got my sources. I love that. But I I got my sources. But yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's all perspective. It's all mindset on how you, you know, you fail... And you can have a big failure and you let that enti- that failure ruin your entire day, but yet you fail at 8 a.m. That's going to suck. If your entire day is literally affected by something that happened way earlier, like it's just the way the concept of understanding, okay, that happened. I understand what happened, why it happened. And now I'm going to move forward. And now I'm going to begin to get back on my path again in that new quarter, whether that's, you know, the midday, the afternoon or the evening. I love that because it just breaks the day up rather than saying today was a good day or today was a bad day. No, today could be a bad day that turned into a great day, that turned into a sad day, that turned into a miserable day, that turned into the most amazing, impactful day. That's life. Life doesn't need to be constant. It shouldn't be. I think that might have been your own perspective there, but that was too long for a shirt. Tighten it up. We'll put it on a shirt. Parker, love it, man. I'm glad you had a good weekend. I'm glad you're having a good week. I think, again, if we can reiterate anything to Elevation Nation and recap and summary of this episode, if you fast forwarded through this entire thing, just take advantage of your youth. 
there's a lot of advantages that people don't realize and it's temporary. So don't let it slip away. Yeah. And we didn't hit on like most of them. Bro, you're going to talk after that sick ass line I have? Come on, man. You always steal the quotes. Let me have one quote. That was lit. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see if people hit you up and be like, yo, Sam, I really agree with that quote. And it fits on a shirt. That is true. But yes, we have a lot to offer as a young person. And next week, Sam, who are we having on? I believe it's uh, your former business law professor, 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 Jennifer Gershberg. And I know you'll be like, oh, I just graduated from college. Why the hell would I want to listen to another professor? No. I disagree with you. She is awesome and she provides a very, very unique perspective to Elevation Nation in this in this conversation that we had with her. Sam, you have any color commentary on our conversation with her? It's incredible. She's a she's a great person. She has a lot of advice and she'll she says it how it is. So get ready, sit down, buckle up because get ready for some hard love from one of the best professors I've ever had. We're excited. And on that note, until next week. Peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at produced by Jay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.